the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. How about nobody's name on the helmet? The Steelers' idea to put Antoine Rose's name on their helmets isn't working out so well. We talked about this yesterday. We had some uh, <clears throat> some technical problems. I don't know how much of it got on the air, but anyway, uh, it hasn't worked out so well since Al Villanueva put Alwyn Cash's name on his helmet, and that it all blew up in the media uh, this morning and today, columnists and talk show hosts, etc. Uh, Villanueva is being criticized for not being a good teammate and um, not telling his teammates that he was going to do what he did, which was not do what the team said it was going to do and put Antoine Rose's name on everyone's helmet. I went around uh, and round on Twitter today with some of my friends in the media. By the way, you can find me on Twitter at Steiger World. Steiger World. Uh, you can find me there if it's you think it's worth looking for me. Anyway, uh, TV ratings so far would indicate that the fans have had enough of the social justice messaging, and there was a lot of that on Twitter today. I mean, the fans saying they've had enough of it. Here's the problem. One of them, anyway. The NFL gave the players permission to put names on their helmets, but they said that only the names of victims of racial injustice were allowed to be used. Now, Alwyn Cash was a war hero who saved the lives of several men in Iraq and died in the process, so he doesn't qualify under that rule to have his name on an NFL player's helmet, unfortunately. But does Antoine Rose? He was killed by a white cop, I'm sure you know the story, after running away from a traffic stop after the car he was riding in was involved in a drive-by shooting. The officer, Michael Rossfeld, was found not guilty. He was on trial for murder, and justice was served by the jury. That's kind of how we do it around here. The justice was served by a jury. There were three black people on the jury, and the jury foreman was black, just in case you, that you needed to know that. Uh, so where is the injustice for Rose? And what are the Steelers saying about Rossfeld by putting Rose's name on their helmets? They must be saying he's a racist because Rose would only qualify if the reason he was killed was based on racism, and that would make it mandate that would make it so that um, for, for to qualify that the killer would have to be determined to be a racist. There's not a shred of evidence of that in this case. And what are the sealers saying about the jury that found Rossfeld not guilty by putting Rose's name on their helmet? Did that jury fail? because it didn't declare Rose a victim of racial just injustice? There, he was not declared a victim of anything, because Rossfeld was found not guilty of making him a victim of anything. The worst thing about putting Rose's name on their helmets, though, is the message it sends to young black men. It tells them that they can be elevated to martyr status if they're killed while they're arrest, resisting arrest. The entire message from the NFL is that and Black Lives Matter, I guess, more than the NFL. But the message is that young black men should be afraid of the police. You have people like LeBron James saying, he's not in the NFL, but LeBron James saying, uh, we're hunted every day. We go out of the house and we're hunted. And uh, so that's what young black men believe. They're hearing it from people that they look up to, like LeBron James and NFL players. It's all counterproductive, and it's all dumb. Putting Antoine Rose's name on their helmets was a bad idea. Putting anybody's name on their helmets is a bad idea. Play football. The names, by the way, is supposed to be on the helmets for the rest of the season. Anyway, when we come back, I'm going to be talking to someone from the Trump campaign about the latest, uh, including the media's lack of interest in an historic agreement that takes uh, that makes peace in the Middle East a possibility. Stick around.
John Steigerwald. You know, this election in November is the most consequential since 1860. The stakes are high, the battle lines stark, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Dinesh D'Souza's latest film. It's called Trump Card, and it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the Democrat Party. Now, whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, this film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD. You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Again, pre-order your DVD and video on demand now at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. This is AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money back guarantee. Just go to mypillow.com. And save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company-matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784 884 1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, no really big news today. Not that the non-Fox media would cover it anyway, especially if it were big news that was good news. And it was produced by the Trump campaign, or by the Trump administration, I should say. The biggest uh, advance in the uh, attempt at peace in the Middle East in the last 50 years didn't get much attention, but that's the way it is. Erin Perini is the director of press communications for the Trump campaign. She knows all about that. She joins us now. Erin, thanks for being here again. Thank you for having me. So was anybody at the White House surprised uh, at the lack of enthusiasm over that agreement between uh, Bahrain, United Arab Emirates, and Israel? 
I don't think anybody was really shocked by the lack of media coverage and the lack of real acknowledgement of two historic Middle East peace deals. Not only would one of those have been historic, but there were two, and they were done within 30 days of each other because Mm -hmm. President Trump has achieved what many said was not possible foreign policy in this country. And, And the media, so blinded by their hatred of this president, really refused to cover and acknowledge this absolutely groundbreaking Middle East peace deals. Yeah, there was a time when a story that big and that positive for everybody, because it was, I mean, there was nothing negative about this. There was nothing for anybody to not like about the story. And there was nothing controversial about it. But there was a time when a story like that uh, would have been a slam dunk lead story with several minutes devoted to it. Uh, Is there any positive story that this administration could create that's going to be able to cut through the the partisanship? I mean, are you resigned to that now? I mean, we're going to continue to fight because the president continues to fight. But no matter what this president does, the media will always write a negative story about him, about what he has done. I mean, someone said the other day, if the president cured cancer, he'd get hit because he was putting doctors out of work. I mean, it doesn't matter what he does. He's always going to take a hit for it. And it's too, it's really just, we all know the media's bias. And there were always conversations about media bias before President Trump came on the scene. But now that he's there, now that he's around... It's so blatantly obvious. It's so easy to see that we just keep pointing it out and we keep fighting for this president no matter what the media says. Now, he did a town hall last night with George Stephanopoulos of ABC. Um, How did that work out? And what does it say about the president that he's willing to do that? Well, it certainly says what we already know, that this president is unafraid of any interview. He'll take any question from anybody, including a former Clinton campaign staffer, a former Clinton White House official. He's not afraid of anybody, and he'll take any question at any time because he's on the right side of history. He's delivered what were promises before from a New York businessman are, are actual promises kept by the president of the United States. So he's unafraid. He's doing what Joe Biden would never do, which is walk in front of what is not considered always a friendly audience and take whatever question and have a conversation with the American people. And the president did an exceptional job last night. And um, I would love to see Joe Biden even try to answer one of the questions the president had to take yesterday. Well, here's the difference, uh, and we're talking to Erin Perini. She's the director of press communications for the Trump campaign. Uh, for Joe Biden to do what Donald Trump did last night, he would have to sit down for a one-hour interview slash town hall with uh, the moderator being Carl Rove, because that's, that's who George Stephanopoulos is uh, on the Democrat side. He's a former Republican. Uh, Rove is a former chief of staff for a Republican president. Can you imagine Joe Biden being interviewed by Karl Rove? Because that's that's who that's the equivalent of what uh, Donald Trump uh, subjected himself to last night. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't see Joe Biden do that. But again, you know, his handlers make sure that he has to take questions from a pre-approved list of people that it has to go through certain people, certain reporters, certain outlets, and that they have to know what the questions are ahead of time. And Joe Biden, when he isn't doing that kind of thing, is taking answers, reading his answers off a teleprompter. It's unbelievable that Joe Biden can get away with the nonsense he can. But again, the media is so blinded by their Trump derangement syndrome against President Trump that they refuse to have any level of equal coverage. Yeah, is there, uh, there's a feeling out there, at least among Trump supporters and, and re, uh, conservatives, that um, uh, maybe it would be better to call it a fear, but that Joe Biden is a vessel and that uh, he's made it clear that he's not really capable of handling the job just by the way he's tried to handle questions and, and being in uh, situations with the media, that and it may not be Kamala Harris who's going to be running the show, but it ain't going to be Joe. It's going to be it's going to be a bunch of Democrats, but it's not going to be Joe if he if he if he should win. Yeah, that's right. I mean, here's the thing: Joe Biden has clearly shown himself not to be able to handle this on his own. He needs his handlers. He needs questions answered by a teleprompter. Uh, He even says that it's the Harris-Biden administration, and Kamala has said that, too. Listen, Joe Biden clearly doesn't have his fastball anymore, and in his pursuit of trying to become president for the last 30 years, he sold himself out to whatever ideal 
ideals the far radical left of his party was willing to put on him. And he did that. He happily did that. It includes the Green New Deal and $4 trillion in taxes. And it's going to continue to include that because he doesn't have his own ideas. So whoever in the far radical left of the party is running him is going to continue to to, to make sure that he is having the most economically devastating and far extreme policies of the radical left that they possibly could have. There's a story today about a dispute between the White House and Twitter about manipulated ads. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, a Trump ad was called manipulated, uh, but Joe Biden's ad that was edited to make it appear that the president referred to COVID-19 as a hoax was okay. Uh, this is a fight you, you keep having with the uh, the techs, tech companies. Uh, is this also a fight you can't win and just have to just keep plugging away? I mean, we're going to continue to have that fight. We're going to continue to fight to stop the bias in social media. These media companies, these social media companies say that they don't want to be the arbiters of truth, but then they go and, and they will clearly take hits against President Trump. They won't take against Joe Biden and the Democrats. And we'll continue to call them out. We'll continue to push them further and further to make sure that they know we have an eye on them and that the president won't stand for that nonsense. Because if you want to, there's a difference between being a platform and allowing individuals to post and being an editor and doing those kind of things and what social media is doing president trump will absolutely hold them to account for um everybody wants a vaccine for uh covid19 if there is one or if, if it looks like there's almost one even uh, before the election can you guys avoid being accused of using that as an october surprise if it happens anytime actually probably anytime from now till the election I'm sure there would be some kind of far-flung accusation made against the president, but as all of the doctors have said at the highest levels, they have felt no pressure, and that these are that any vaccine still has to go through incredibly stringent. Um, testing standards that are put through and these medical companies have to meet those standards before anything could come to the market so the system has to work before anything comes to the market the president can't just upend that so we'll have that fight i'm sure but it'll be one that the facts will support the president winning on i saw some information and we're talking to aaron perini she's the director of press communications for the trump campaign i, I saw some information on a uh just a couple of days ago on new voter registrations in pennsylvania and Republicans are way up over 2016. This is in Pennsylvania. And Democrats are way down. What, what are your polls telling you about Pennsylvania? It's, it's, uh, look, it's, a, it's a dead heat, I think, in Rasmussen. That's one poll I know. It's, it's a tie. I think that's right. I mean, I do think that we're looking at a very close race in Pennsylvania. It was close before. It'll be close again. But uh, you're right. Our ground game, our ability to register more voters and to have those conversations, we're knocking doors, we're having events, we're engaging with folks every day to make sure not only they know what's at stake, but that we can get them to turn out on Election Day or mail in their vote or whatever their preferred way of voting is. We're going to make sure they do that. And this is a president who's going to protect Pennsylvania jobs the way Joe Biden hasn't and won't. This is a president who's going to make sure that Pennsylvania's economy is protected. Joe Biden doesn't want to do that. So we're going to be out there talking to voters every step of the way to make sure that we get them to turn out on Election Day uh, for the president. Okay, last question here. Got a, uh, only about a minute left uh, with Aaron Perini. Um, the story today, I guess I said there wasn't a big story. Maybe this qualifies. John Brennan, James Clapper, and James Comey. Senate Homeland Security Committee authorized subpoenas for testimony from all of them. What does that mean? To the, uh, well, means, what, what can happen with that? Well, Congress is going to continue their oversight authority to make sure that those who targeted, uh, who, who may have done anything nefarious are held to account, and that includes any members of the federal government of the former administration who targeted not only President Trump, but his campaign in the pursuit of trying to stop him from becoming president. Those are absolutely conversations that are going to be had, and it's right of the Hill to make those conversations go forward. Hey, it's always good to have you on. I appreciate you coming on, Aaron, and uh, I have a feeling we'll talk again before November 3rd. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we will be, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take a break. got to stick it here for a couple minutes. Um, I'm used to saying we'll be right back, but it's I'm, i got a couple minutes here. Um, a big, I think it's a pretty big story. Uh, again, another sports story. Uh, the Big Ten has reversed its decision. Uh, they are going to play football in October. 
Now, that was after, it was about a month ago that uh, they were the first major conference to say they weren't going to play in 2020. They talked about maybe playing a spring football season, but now they're planning to begin playing on uh, the weekend of October 24th. All kinds of medical protocols in place, uh, testing for the uh, coronavirus, um, and I don't know whether they're going to be able to pull it off. Uh, they're saying that, the, that any team has a positivity, positivity rate of more than 5%. They must stop practice and competition for at least seven days. In the case of a positivity rate between 2 and 5%, the, st- the school should consider the viability of continuing with scheduled competition. In other words, if it's between 2 and 5%, uh, you got to shut it down. You, then you forfeit and you don't play. So uh, I, I, I just who knows if it's going to work. Um, but I do know that I, the last number I saw was with, with all, all the testing being done among colleges, uh, the number I saw is probably more than this now, but uh, it was 26,000 um, college kids had text, tested positive in the last, uh, I don't know how many days, maybe a couple of weeks uh, since about Labor Day when uh, they went back, maybe a week before Labor Day, the beginning of September maybe. Anyway, um, 26,000, there were zero, not one hospitalization. So um, I, I still don't understand these are college football players who um, are pretty healthy and in pretty good shape. There are some fat ones, but uh, most of these guys are young and in, in uh, well, they're all young, but they're in, in good physical shape and they're not going to die. Now, there was an issue about one of the reasons they decided to uh, not play um, was because there was an issue with a, a heart condition that they believe might be caused it's a long-term uh, uh, effect of COVID-19, and they found some, some players who had that, and so they that's why they shut it down, which means that the question is, if that was the case, uh, when was it, uh, two weeks ago? Um, then maybe more than that, but uh, a few weeks ago. If that was the case back then, how has that changed? Did COVID-19 uh, change? since then, and that this is not a problem for football players. So it's either that they were wrong back then or they are right and they don't care because they want to play football. And not playing football, as you would imagine, has been a very unpopular thing in the Midwest for the Big Ten not to be playing. And um, players were signing petitions and parents of players were saying they want to play. So uh, this is a good thing, I think. Anything that can uh, get us to what appears to be normal life in America is a good idea. Uh, now, the, uh, the, the, the um, student body, I, I think, is coming. I don't know what they're doing at, like, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. I, I don't know if they're, the students are on campus or not. But... Um, at Maryland, which is a Big Ten uh, school, 46 athletes tested positive, but most of those came from sports outside football. Uh, and the, ter- the, Mount- the Maryland football program still had to suspend workouts in early September, and practices started up again on uh, September 11th. And Wisconsin's football program paused be- uh, for two weeks. Uh, so that's you know after at least 342 people affiliated with Michigan State tested positive the local health department recommended all students self quarantine immediately through September 26th this is i i just don't understand this they tested positive they're going to get sick so what go home be sick for as long as you have to be sick with this nasty disease and then come back to life and come back to school and come back to whatever you're doing People are not dying at the age of 19 and 20. I do not understand it. But, you know, what do I know? This is uh, changes every day. But the Big Ten, whatever the big dangers were for the Big Ten a couple of weeks ago, it's not a big deal anymore. They're going to play football. When I come back, I'm going to talk to a woman who wrote a book called Kick-Ass Conservative. Stick around. SRN News, I'm John Scott. Sally's Northern Eyewall raked the Gulf Coast for hours before the center finally made landfall, delivering punishing rain and 
wind from Pensacola Beach, Florida, westward to Dolphin Island, Alabama. The National Hurricane Center says Sally will cause dangerous flooding from the Florida panhandle to Mississippi and well inland in the days ahead. Sally is now a tropical storm. President Trump issuing an emergency declaration for Oregon. Due to the deadly wildfires that have burned across that state, federal officials have also declared a public health emergency as dangerous smoky conditions continue. Stocks ending mixed after getting a brief boost from the Federal Reserve's decision to leave interest rates unchanged at nearly zero. The Dow gained 36 points, the Nasdaq off 139, and the S&P dropped 15. This is SRN News. Excuse me, have you ever discussed life insurance? Well... Sort of. Have you talked about who'll pay the mortgage if one of you passes? We definitely haven't talked about that. Well, then you should talk to SelectQuote. SelectQuote shops for you, getting you quotes from some of the country's most trusted companies, finding you the right coverage with the right carrier at the right price in minutes. Is it affordable? Well, how affordable does $500,000 in coverage for as little as a dollar a day sound? That's great. We can afford that. To get your free quote, call 1-800-212-1166 or go to selectquote.com today and get the protection they need at a price you can afford. That's 1-800-212-1166 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. Most of us didn't see this coming. In fact, we've been stunned as we watch it unfold. America's young people have become so indoctrinated that more than half of them now think socialism is a good idea. How did this happen? We weren't paying attention. All the nation's schools taught this confounding ideology to our kids. Now those kids are adults. Now they want to fundamentally change the way America works. This radio station exists to educate and to return this country to the way it was founded. We have a country to save. Keep listening to find out how. AM 1250, The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at salemcareerhub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer Mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Going to see some delays ongoing on the Parkway West inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. About four or five minute delay. Outbound, not doing too badly. Parkway East, heavy inbound Stanwicks to the Fort Pitt Bridge and outbound delays. Bates Street up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Outbound 65. You'll see some slowdowns there from Eckerd Street up to the McKees Rocks Bridge. Eastbound Turnpike under construction, right lane closed between Beaver Valley and Cranberry. That's a Look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a low tonight of 54. More clouds than sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 73. Partly sunny skies Friday. It will be breezy and cooler. The high, 66. Plenty of sunshine expected before the weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, but it will be cool. The high both Saturday and Sunday will be 63. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. My good friend Byron York, you know him from Fox News, the Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump, and Byron Brings the Heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now we've got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession, inside the Washington establishment's never-ending war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now, it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA. And backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. Eight zero eight seven. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, our uh, guest is not available. Uh, that happens sometimes. It's kind of annoying, but uh, we uh, call our guest and we get voicemail. Voicemail doesn't work on the radio, so uh, we're trying to get Joy Villa. She's the author of uh, a book called Kick-Ass Conservative. I would have liked to talk to her about it, but I guess we're, we're waiting to see. Um, so um, let's um, let's just take a... Uh, I'll tell you what, that I, while I was during the break, I saw a really nice piece here, a good piece from uh, on outkick.com. Um, and um, it's about the... We were talking about the Big Ten coming back. Again, I, I don't think this is a, a small story, Um a guy named Jason King wrote a piece about it, and the headline is, Like It or Not, Return of Big Ten Football, a Win for Trump and Masculinity. Um, and he makes the point here that, uh, you know, it's it, masculinity is, is Trump's calling card, his primary tool for re-election. Um, President Trump, and he says his opponents showcase their alleged empathy. Trump highlights his masculinity. Um, and... But the point that he makes here is that uh, this is going to this may sound ridiculous, but this is going to help him um, in the election because this is the Midwest. And there are some uh, pretty uh, wild and crazy football fans out there in Michigan, Iowa, Ohio, Wisconsin, um, and they wanted football and that and and. President Trump uh, was quick, and people in his administration were quick today to uh, claim a lot of uh, uh, claim, take some credit for having uh, the Big Ten make this turnaround because of his phone call to the uh, Big Ten commissioner a while back. And uh, the Big Ten is trying to downplay that a little bit. So it may not be true that uh, the phone call itself, but um, there were. Multiple phone calls made to multiple people in the Big Ten by the Trump administration to make this happen. And Donald Trump, for whatever whatever you think about him, one thing he is not is dumb. And he understands um, marketing. He understands branding. 
and he understands what works. I think that the fact that he's president uh, and uh, Hillary Clinton is not is a pretty good indication of that. But what happened is he has he he pressured the Big Ten into playing football, and you know a lot of times things like that happen where a president is talking about something as trivial in some people's minds as as college football. He's told to you know shut up and go back to work and talk and focus on the important stuff. But uh, Trump knows that there are lots of voters in those states, and those are states that he has won already, Wisconsin and Michigan and Ohio, and he needs to win them again. And whatever the pushback is from the media or whoever else uh, in saying that he didn't have a lot to do with it, it the, the point that's, uh, that uh, this, this writer, his name is uh, Jason King, yeah, Jason King makes, which is a good one, is that whether or not Trump can prove that he had anything to do, he's going to say that he did, whether he can prove it or not. But even if he, if he can't prove it or if, if the, Big Ten and the Big Ten people themselves deny it, that one thing they can't deny is that he tried. And he tried really hard and he talked about it and he pushed and he pushed. And what that means is that he was um, showing concern for the voters in those states. And whether or not his pushing the issue had anything to do with it actually turning around, it really doesn't matter. What matters is that those voters saw what he did or tried to do for them, and those voters could make a difference in whether or not he is, is reelected. Um, the, they made over, according to one administration official, said that the White House Representatives made more than 300 phone calls to Big Ten administrators, players, parents, and coaches. I don't know about the administrator. I mean, they're voters, but players, parents, and coaches are all voters, especially parents. And maybe there's some people out there in Wisconsin or Michigan or Michigan or or, uh, Ohio who are uh, on the fence a little bit, and he got football for them. And by the way, uh, there's another state involved in the Big Ten, and that would be Pennsylvania. And it's a very close race in Pennsylvania. It was the last time. The polls show it uh, a dead heat now, although I think uh, I don't think there's any way Joe Biden can win Pennsylvania. But uh, it's still, it's, what, 48 or 49 days, whatever it is, till the election. And it's no by no means a done deal. But uh, in this story, uh, this guy mentions Minnesota, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Ohio, Michigan, and Iowa, but he doesn't mention Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's a Big Ten state, too. Lots of people uh, look forward to their uh, Penn State football games every Saturday. They're, they're not going to be allowed to go to the games, I'm sure. Uh, at least in the early games, there won't be any. There might be a few thousand allowed in the 100,000-seat stadium up there at State College. Uh, you think they might be able to figure a way for people to be socially distanced, wearing masks in a stadium that holds like 104,000 people. But you know, what do I know? But anyway, he is also uh, he's done a he's done a favor for the people in Pennsylvania who are Penn State fans, and uh, in, and that includes a lot of people here in Pittsburgh, but especially over the rest of the state. So. Uh, that's more good news for Donald Trump, the Big Ten playing football again. And I think the point here that Jason King makes is very good, that it doesn't matter whether he officially gets credit or if he deserves credit. What he gets credit for from the voters is trying. And uh, all, the, all I know is that on October 24th, there's going to be Big Ten football until a couple of people get sick and they all sh- they shut it down probably. But at least they are trying and they're at least going to play some games before uh, somebody decides that it's too dangerous. So uh, a good day for uh, Donald Trump again with uh, a sports story, the Big Ten, and um, I think it might show up in the election. We'll be back. Stick around. This is John Steigerwald, and I want to talk to you about the latest film from Dinesh D'Souza, and it's his most important. It's called Trump Card, And it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the Democrat Party. Whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, this film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, 
and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. This is the most important election of our lifetimes. The stakes are high, the battle lines stark, and this new film by Dinesh D'Souza explains why, as only Dinesh can do. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD now. You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Pre-order your DVD and video on demand now at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events like a date with my wife or going out together with my family and friends. Things that we couldn't afford, thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. This radio station has been telling you about the importance of November's election for months. The outcome could vastly change our country's future. If you believe in all of your First Amendment freedoms and you want your family to pursue the American dream, your values are on the line. Make sure that you're registered and make your plans ahead to vote, whether at your polling place or by absentee. This election is critical. We're at a crossroads. Make sure you vote. When a counselor asked how much my husband drinks, I said, not that much. I don't know why I said that. He always drank too much. But I guess I'm so used to keeping it a secret that I didn't tell the truth to myself or anyone else. My husband has drinks with friends after work. He has a couple of drinks at home with dinner and a few more while we watch TV. Pretty soon he's shouting at me and blaming me for all of his problems. I just can't take it anymore. A counselor recommended Elanon Family Groups. She said Elanon members have had experiences just like mine, and they would explain how Elanon is helping them. I didn't want to go to Elanon, but I'm sure glad I did. Is someone's drinking breaking your heart? You might be surprised at what you can learn at an Elanon Family Group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-ALANON or go to Elanon.org. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we were talking a little bit a while ago, uh, a little while ago about uh, the fact that the Steelers have put Antoine Rose's name on the back of their helmet and uh, it's caused a little bit of a stink, uh, an uproar at least that I saw today on Twitter and uh, from what I understand some other people some of my friends in the media uh, are trashing, or not trashing, but criticizing at least um, Al Villanueva for not going along with the program and not being a good teammate by um, putting up the name of Alwyn Cash on his helmet because he um, he was a, a a war hero. But the, the the that's just part of the problem. Black Lives Matter is being. Um, promoted by all the sports leagues. Um, nobody's been to PNC Park yet this year, and nobody's. I, I can't believe that anybody's watching the Pirates play actually play baseball anywhere, including PNC Park on TV, but I guess they do. But um, 
you know, you saw the NBA had Black Lives Matter uh, painted on, uh, on their courts that they played on, and still do. I guess they're still playing in the bubble. And the uh, NFL has messages in the uh, in the end zones, but they also have uh, the San Francisco 49ers raised the Black Lives Matter flag in front of their stadium in Santa Clara. Um, this is a, quite a while ago they did that. It's all uh, showing that they that they are sympathetic toward Black Lives Matter. But here's the problem. Uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, a couple of stories that I saw today. One is that there was a study done that 95% of the riots that have uh, popped up in the uh, United States over the last, I don't know how, you know, several weeks, I guess it is, uh, were started by Black Lives Matter. Antifa's out there, too. I, I was kind of surprised by that number. But this, there's a story here about something called the Black Futures Lab, and that's a venture uh, that Black Lives Matter founder Alicia Garza is uh, in, involved in. And it's, it's, it, this is amazing. It's, it's called the Black Futures Lab. It's sponsored by the Chinese Progressive Association, the CPA. That is an organization that works with the communist government in China to push its agenda here in the United States. And that was an investigation done by Mike Gonzalez of the Heritage Foundation, a guy we've had on this show. Uh, the he, Gonzalez saw the Black Futures Lab donation page, and it's up at, on the story at the, on the Federalist. Uh, it links to it, and it says here, this is the Black Futures Lab. Again, this is, uh, this is a venture that's promoted by one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. It says right here on their um, on their uh, their their page to their fundraising page, the the Black Futures Lab transforms Black communities into constituencies that change the way power operates locally, statewide, and nationally. The pro the problems facing our communities are complex. The solutions require experimentation, innovation, and political power. We deserve elected officials that represent uh, us, policies that improve our lives, and politics that reflect our lives. Are you ready to join us? And then it says right here, Black Futures Lab is a fiscally sponsored project of the Chinese Progressive Association. That's CPA. And the CPA is a 501c3. That's a tax-exempt organization. Our tax identification number is blah, blah, blah. This contribution is tax deductible to the extent allowed by law, and then it uh, gives you choices of how much you want to contribute from twenty-five dollars up to a thousand. This is this is Black Lives Matter, and and it's affiliated with this Black Futures Lab, and the Black Futures Lab is a sponsored project of the Chinese Communist government. Uh, it's it's amazing, and does anybody know about this? Do the, the, the people who run around promoting Black Lives Matter, like the owners of the Pirates, and um, I don't know how much the Steelers are actually promoting the Black Lives Matter um, organization. And again, you know, Black Lives Matter is a is a sentiment that no decent person disagrees with. But it's but the problem is that not enough people know that. It's so much more than just a slogan. Uh, this is a this is a uh, an organization that is completely um, affiliated with the Chinese government, and the CPA is praised for its work in the U.S. by China Daily. China Daily is the uh, China the Chinese government communist official mouthpiece. They're, they love the, the work that's being done uh, in the uh, in the U.S. by the the CPA. So um, Gonzalez at the at the at the um, Federalist, who actually wrote this at the um, at the at um, the Heritage Foundation, says it's clear then that CPA works with China's communist government, pushes its agenda here in the United States and is regularly praised by China's state-owned mouthpieces. It is clear, too, from this perspective, why the CPA would sponsor a new enterprise by Garza. Garza is the woman who's one of the co-founders of 
Black Lives Matter, they espouse the same desire for world communism. Now, Garza is the founder of Black Futures Lab. She's also uh, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. She's the fu- and, and, and she's openly Marxist, has said so. I'm a Marxist. We've, we've gotten our organization uh, uh, plans and, and, uh, and methods from Chinese, not from Chinese, from Marxists, and from uh, Marxist mentors. And uh, anyway, she is the founder of Black Futures Lab, and she's also one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. And Black Futures Lab, right there on its fundraising page, says that they are sponsored by the communist government. And but when you raise the issue uh, to someone about not everybody but many people, if you raise your you raise the issue to somebody about Black Lives Matter being a Marxist organization, guess what you're uh, immediately referred to as a racist. You're called a racist for pointing it out. So uh, the Black Lives Matter organization sponsors and proposes Marxist public policy. They want socialized ownership of resources, banks, and businesses. They want uh, a highly unequal income tax. They want everyone, everyone on welfare through a minimum income, and they want in government jobs. And in 2015, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors said she and her fellow organizers are, quote, trained Marxist. So we have one story that the um, majority, not the majority, almost every riot, according to a, a study, is um, 95% of them are caused by Black Lives Matter. Up to 95% of 2020 U.S. riots are linked to Black Lives Matter. Uh, That's a a data collected by the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project. The data also show that nearly 6% or more than 1 in 20 of U.S. protests between May 26th and September 5th involved rioting, looting, and similar violence, including 47 fatalities. Uh, ACLED is a nonprofit organization that tracks conflict across the globe. And they've been working on this, and this is what they found. 95% caused by Black Lives Matter, which is affiliated with the Chinese government. We'll be right back. Oh, I'll be back on. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. We're done. <laughs> Bye. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.